you once said, uh, if I could play the tour drunk, I'd win every week. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Hey, get, get the fuck out of here. That's not gonna go over well. <laughs> it's amazing where I would go, I, wherever I set course records or whatever, I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf, making every 20 footer I looked at. Stupidest fucking design. Here you're being wimps, you don't even want to drink Fireball, man. That's nothing. I mean, I drink vodka straight, man. Come on, quit being you know what. So the way I look at it, you got to take a shot every hole. That would be my ultimate goal. I think your golf game will get better. Three, man. three on the course, yeah, at least three on the course. And then maybe after the round, I'll have one more, so four. It could be upwards of eight some days, you know. Yeah. But again, they're, they're smaller, so it's not like it's this, you know, huge shaker bottle you know, thing, right? It's Hi. We'll see ya. Yep. Oh no, every fucking time. I mean, I take 15 seconds and go. And I've done all right, so I don't understand what they're... It's just frustrating as a player. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson. I'm here with my co-host, Nick. Hey, Nick. Hi, Jackson. Wow, that sounded so sweet. Um, episode 50, Nick. Wow, look at us. At 5-0. Big giveaway. Big giveaway. Big uh, giveaway. Bro- I was brought to you by Sean. Sean said he was going <laughs> to give away a lot. Um, I, he was telling me that he was uh, a, a, like a 50K <laughs> giveaway. So $50,000. Sean's $50,000. We can talk to him when he comes on. Yeah, um, we'll have to we'll have to ask him for more details on the yeah. $50,000 giveaway sponsored by Sean O'Grady, uh 21-year-old college male. Um but yeah, this episode is brought to you by Jock Market, Jock MKT. Click the link below to sign up. I'm getting a little PO'd, Nick. Well, not PO'd. I say this every episode. There's a lot of people playing. Yeah. And that doesn't of... that I I want to take it back because I don't mean it's harder. I mean it's like it's just like I mean honestly like trading is a little more complicated. Like if you don't get your players before the IPO closes, you are absolutely fucked. Yeah. Like I'm complete Yeah, I, I'm getting kind of bad at it. I am getting a rough shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping I don't under maybe like the less players have hurt me, but I don't know, maybe thirty players at the tour championship. I don't know if that's yeah. gonna be beneficial for me. I don't, I don't think it is. I just I unless we pick the winner, we're not good at that. So no. I, I mean what what how'd you finish this week? I, I came in I don't like, want to talk about it. I came in like 49th. Um I was below the 250 mark, but I had like three shares of Russell Henley and like nine of Jim Herman. So you can already just assume it was, it was a, I made five buck type of week. Um, but yeah, check out, check out Jock Jock Market. Market. It's fun. Uh, It's really fun. But I mean, then again, this week was also very difficult uh, as far as like just the actual golf tournament goes. Yeah. I mean, you had to choose like a top player. I don't know. I just couldn't do it. I, I, that's the that's my problem is I can never choose a top player because I don't want to give. Like, I'm I, like, oh, this is the week that DJ yeah, doesn't win. It's yeah, and it's just so tough. <laughs> it's so tough because like if you want to win, you're probably gonna have to pick the winner. Um, but I mean, we're talking 250 bucks, so it's not like it's 
Yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to win. I mean, I think Sean's, I think only Sean has won. Um, and that was a while ago. So um, we'll talk about that a little later for the tour championship. Um, but yeah, I mean, check that out. You know, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that. Nick, I, we got probably the most responses we've ever gotten. Mm -hmm. After the last episode, I was like, yo, DM, DM golf balling kind of your opinions on the pod. And usually we get like one response per episode of just like someone saying, yo, nice work or keep it up. I mean, but this one was too many to even like give an example. So uh, thank you for all the ratings and all the support. Um, A lot of people don't know how to leave a rating or, or a review. Just scroll all the way down on the episode webpage. And uh, you'll see us there. And, uh, I mean, we talk about the reviews a lot. So if you want to be talked about for a week or two, go ahead and leave us a review. Uh, Nick, Sean Rom, your guy. My lookalike as some people. I don't know. I get a lot of lookalikes. John Rom, yeah. Well, you, you know, we, we, we've had a John Rom win this year. Uh, <laughs> I'd say oh my the God, podcast. Memorial. I'd say the podcast wasn't very uh I mean we didn't really care. No. Um this makes I, sense that John Rom won. Like yeah, it's t- I guess he plays really well when the course is tough. Yeah, uh, he's a great golfer. Um I really thought DJ had it though. I, I really I thought he was going to just win it. I just, agree. I mean pretty much I mean even after Monday you can kind of just I mean he was lingering. I didn't even remember John Rom even like being on the top of the leaderboard whatsoever. And yeah, then, like, snuck in there with that uh, 64, 66 64 on the weekend. Man. Oh, John, kudos to John Rahm, man. I mean, not what he's number one in the world, right? I no, would assume so. He, he's got to be. Um, I only, the only thing is maybe because DJ came in second, maybe it's like really close, but they're not, they don't really announce, honestly, like when the world golf rankings change. Like, the, yeah. It changes too much, in my opinion. It's been changing a lot this year. Yeah. We just uh, nobody's good enough. But that was honestly, Jackson. That was one of the best tournaments. I say that was the best tournament we've had all year. It was tough. Where the course was actually built the way it should be, where golfers can't go and just shoot sixty four willy nilly. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out the Western Golf Association for yep. setting up a course that's actually difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I. We've been talking about this literally the entire year. Like, the entire year I've been complaining about how low the scores have been. And all all I wanted was one difficult course. And I got it. I got it. Because I'm sure the Tour Championship is going to be double-digit win. Yeah, like The probably. leader is going to be in the double digits. I think here's the thing is a lot of Illinois golf events, I feel like they try to make the course harder, I guess – the Western Golf Association takes big pride in, in having golf in the Chicagoland area. And I, yeah, and I think they showed you can make almost any course tough by growing the rough, very difficult. Try, I mean, the only thing they can't really control is like how firm it gets. But mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe they just put tarps over the greens. Like at Ooh. night when it yeah. rains, just put yeah. tarps over the greens. Did make it rain it, this week? No, it ended up... Uh, I think it might have drizzled or something, but... That's why this was the golf course in like tournament I felt like we needed to have for the PGA Tour to be. I think this this brought golf back. It, it, I mean, golf was already just 
growing way faster, but this tournament definitely just, I mean, it, it, the biggest concern, the biggest problem I've had with the PGA Tour playoffs is that, like, and I, I know a lot of people kind of complain that, oh, you know, Bo Hostler's, you know, playing TPC Boston. But, like, you know, who really cares? Like, he's top 125 for a reason. But as you get, I just feel like, especially last week, 30 under par won it. I'm not a big fan of, I'm a fan of 30 under, but I'm not a fan of like several people at the 20s. And there was only one other guy at, the, at 20 under, but you're right. I mean, we needed this and we got it. And it's honestly great that it happened in our state. Like, yeah. I, I think it's just super cool. I think the BMW is actually just a super underrated golf tournament. And it, it it has so many implications just as you're trying to get to the finale. You're trying to be the top 30. Um, and I, I'm excited for next week, too. I, I actually like the new format. Of, yeah, but I don't I don't like Eastlake just because I feel like Rory's going to win. You think Rory's going to win? Yeah, that's for another podcast. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, you think Rory's going to win? Yeah, just because mm-hmm. I fucking – he just like – it's a shitty golf course anyways. But I wow. think – BMW is not going to be in Chicago next year, and I don't even know when it returns after that. It's bullshit, bullshit. They need, and I think Sean, if he was here, he would agree. The Western Open to come back. Yep. The Western Open needs to be the fifth major of golf. That fuck would be the players. Insane. Fuck like a mat. I mean, Butler's never going to allow. Like fuck, they're not going to change to being a female or allowing females. So like, but it's if true. you imagine Butler. You have like a course, so many great Chicago courses that they can play extremely tough. You got Butler, you got Medina, you got Olympia Fields. You have Chicago Golf that hasn't had anything. Like that would be a super sick course. Say the U.S., uh, I want to say Women's Am or something there last year, but like there's so many great courses in the Chicago land area. I think it's a mecca. Chicago is a mecca for golf, for private country clubs. It's a I mean, yeah. There you go. I've I've got the hiccups, so I've I've been sporadically unmuting and muting. Yeah. Um, let's get into Sean. Oh, we didn't even talk about why Sean isn't here. Um, oh yeah, he's a, in class. There's the hiccup. Yeah, Sean's in class. Uh, but you guys sent in some great questions, and I feel like Nick's gonna have a fucking hell. I'm gonna mute myself as you can give your story on this. Mm-hmm. Best fucking jeez. Best round of golf you have witnessed in person? Myself. My God. <laughs> I'm actually going to, I'm trying to remember. Give me like a little, I, I need like a 30 second think about Whoa. type thing. Here's a good one. What's the um, best? I want to say maybe senior year, probably freshman year though. Um, probably end of freshman year summer, we played Grand Geneva. Um, I believe I shot 70. Uh, <laughs> I think that, that was best? 73. That, yeah, that was probably the best round of golf I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> I think I actually remember, um, it was during a USAM qualifier. Um, but let me pull it up. I'm going, it was this guy named Andrew Price. He played with Gary Woodland. Um, he ended up winning the USAM qualifier, and it was ridiculous. I think he shot 63. Let me look. I'm looking up his scores. So, you know. You played with him. 
Yes, I did. Where, what course? Uh, White Deer Run. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. No, he was, I want to say 63. No, maybe it wasn't 63, but it was low. But he was making everything. It was the, like, most effortless round of golf, or two rounds of golf I've ever seen a guy ever play. I think he was 12 under for both rounds, and he just, he had a putt, he fucking made it. Like, no matter what, he was just effortless. The fucking easiest fucking USAM qualifying win I've ever seen in my life. But that's the best round of golf I've seen. What did you shoot? Complete. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. I think I went 78, 76 or something like that. Okay. Oh, along um, those lines. This has kind of, we got into a huge debate last week about mm-hmm. golf lessons and the responses were pretty large that, that we got were pretty much kind of in agreement um it was actually kind of agreeing on both to a certain degree but yeah if you want to take that next step get lessons <gasps> fuck one of the questions we got we got two questions this week game improvement ideas and advice for rookie golfers People have been golfing for two years less. Now, I know we talked about this on the last one, but I feel like just a quick summary. I feel like just even for game improvement, going off your story, like we talked about, I talked about it on the last episode. The Dan plan spent eight months when he picked up a golf club only using his putter. He did not that's touch a stupidest single. Thing. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I agree, but I think that the idea and the concept behind it of just, I mean, Imagine you are a horrible golfer, but you get onto a green and you just know you're going to two putt. Like that is just, it's going to save you a lot around a lot of strokes. What do you, what do you think? I mean, you don't know you're going to two putt every time. Like there's a hundred. My point is that you're, you're like on the green, you're putting majority of your practice. Mm -hmm. So if you are just a sniper on the greens, I think this goes back to your um, very large argument that it was it's putt for it's drive for dough is more important than putt. You'd rather drive for dough than putt for show. Um, So this is basically the complete opposite. Now you're saying you would rather Mm -hmm. be a sniper on the greens than be able to hit like hit the golf ball. Yeah. Yeah. So you well, changed your entire well, opinion about it. I don't think I don't think you remember the round we played after I made those comments. Pretty sure I three putted at least five times. And <laughs> <laughs> being the impatient person I am, I don't like to three putt. So you know, it kind of depends. It's different though for me because you know I'm a huge fan of the breakfast ball, mm-hmm. and you know I'm a huge fan of reteeing it. Yeah, from anywhere. So, you know, yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) yeah, you can still drive for show. Just maybe like in try and get it down in like two drives. But I I do. I really take back my statement that you drive for show or drive for dough and putt for show because, I mean, it. there's honestly just no worse feeling than – well, first off, there's no worse feeling than three putting for par. But okay, so no... you're, you're saying putting is more important for nor like yeah, that's I've moved. That, you I've moved changed. on. I've adapted. 
you've okay i like that hey that's what this this podcast is all about we're here to grow yeah here to grow grow as human beings i truly i as i as i say this i just see my old points and i'm like fuck dude you're kind of right like there's nothing like murdering the golf ball 300 forget that forget that come on what are we we're growing but if we're being smart here uh uh-oh Oh no! Wrong time to join, Sean. Um, yeah, it's like you guys were in a pretty uh, serious debate here. Well, Jackson's just changed his opinions <laughs> about uh, the driver show putt for dough argument. Oh dear God! <laughs> so he's growing. We're 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 in a growth state right yeah, now. Yeah, we're we're adapting. And I'm glad you came in, Sean, because I was about to bring up some more driving points, but I think that. It's a smart idea to not because I think I'm wrong. So yeah, yeah we're trying to get him to stop and, and show that putting is important. Yeah, um, sucks. It thank, sucks. It sucks. We, we do want to say uh, thank you, Sean. Uh, we talked yes. about it earlier on the podcast. Yes, um, you'll you'll be doing a fifty thousand dollar giveaway for our fifty episodes. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. cool. Um, but we were talking about that you were so generous um, in doing this from the O'Grady Foundation. Uh, um, it's actually just straight out of my pocket. It has oh, nothing nice. to do with my... Yeah, but 50K is a, a lot of money um, for one person. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably quadruple the amount of money this podcast has ever made. Um, but that's probably more than quadruple. Yeah, I was going to say, quad- what? I'm sorry, not quadruple. Um, <laughs> What do you think we it's, do? It's it's, <laughs> it's more it's than a, fifty times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I just had a little brain fart there. I'm not great on my feet. Um, but yeah, no. Thank you, Sean, for that generous donation. Um, oh, uh, I had I had two people come up to me in class today, and they were like, "Yeah, I listened to uh, your last podcast episode," and they both thought it was hilarious and one of them was like i don't even know anything about golf sean you know i have i have a comment that is okay i i want the listeners to be able to enjoy this and i have this question no not the i want them to be able to enjoy this podcast i have a question how are you recording this podcast right now what audio device uh well i didn't i didn't set up my mic so yeah i can tell yeah yeah so (laughs) kind of it kind of feels like that internet connection needs to get bumped up a little bit it it sounds like it for sure Uh, is my internet bad bad right now yeah you're extremely choppy while you figure whatever that is i have this funny um thing i want to go to but we appreciate you joining sean so yeah, must, this uh, is what a, this guy, get. it's on Twitter. This guy who's like, I'm sorry to email you. I, I was taking chapter one quiz. I was on question seven or eight when my Wi-Fi shut down. Is there a way I can retake it? I got seven points out of it, but I still think I could improve your my score. Thanks for your time. The professor's response was, good afternoon, Adrian. Get better Wi-Fi access and do your assignments earlier. I will not reopen the quiz. What a bitch. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you just put in your mic? Because it sounded better. No, I did not. Um, do you have any 
any any uh are you gonna do anything or are you just just free we're just rolling with it. it was fine just... last time so we'll roll with it for this right. episode and figure it out after yeah maybe invest in a a more more elaborate uh setup yeah that's what i would say too um you got 50k you're giving away for this yeah, for yeah. this podcast so you might as well maybe maybe, maybe let's do like a four hundred forty nine thousand nine hundred dollar giveaway so you can buy yourself a decent mic there eh? yeah okay. sure. <laughs> all right guys forty nine thousand nine hundred dollar giveaway brought to you by charlotte o'grady on the next podcast that I brings us out, what no i found out who won the giveaway oh, um god it, yeah it was it was jake <laughs> elstro jake elstro <laughs> Jake my cousin Romero. Jake, who probably doesn't know this page exists. <laughs> I'll just Justin, Justin, Justin Elstra, <laughs> Justin Elstra. Shout out Justin yeah, and shout Jake. Out, shout out if you go to if you go to I think he goes to Towson. Is that a college? Yeah. So if you go to Towson, uh, my cousin's name is Justin. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, Marcus Crow one asks. Would you rather shoot a 69 bogey free or a 70 with six birdies? I don't like how they're different numbers. So let's say 69 bogey free or 69 with six birdies, seven birdies, five doubles, and two eagles. I don't know if the math checks out, but let's just say it does, okay? No, it's trying to say, like, would you – I mean, if I'd rather shoot 69. Well, no, you're shooting 69 either way. Oh. You're, you just the you either have what was it Six five birdies. doubles seven birdies or and two eagles or just I think three both, birdies. See the way is both both of those I go I played like shit because I, I'll go I'll be, there, there's two sides of the story I'll go oh, bogey free three birdies like I I left a lot out there I missed a lot of birdie putts and then the Wait, a lot of bogeys that's not necessarily the case. I know, but or could, I guess yeah, I'd be more happy with the bogey. Like fifteen times, make three birdies. Yeah. Then holy shit, the short game was incredible. Yeah, but if I'm looking at the six, I'll be so pissed off at myself. I'll be like, I had six birdies. I had a couple like shitty fucking bogeys or something like that. I got you know what? I'd go bogey free. That's personal. I go bogey free. Okay, I wouldn't yeah. go bogey free. I'm I'm taking bogey free as well, just because. At that point, you probably played pretty well. You make a few more putts, maybe it's a 66. Yeah. Well, the way I see it is I've never had a bogey free around in my entire life. So to have seven birdies, which is probably the amount of birdies I had all year, two eagles, which is, you know, I've had one eagle before, and it was in Florida, and I'm pretty sure I was golfing with myself. So it's tough to say if and and this was in high school. It's tough to say if that was legitimate or not. I don't really remember. I'm sure I was playing the whites. Um, Still an eagle. Yeah, but I you know was it a legit eagle? So that's why I would take the seven birdies and the two eagles because that would be significantly the best round of golf I've played in just probably what would be my entire life. You know what the real answer to this question is? What par is irrelevant doesn't matter you shot 69 either way oh okay i see this has um this actually reminded me of whatever nick you were trying to tell me before which i i heard the first sentence you said this was nick gets on the podcast 
before this before we start recording he's like he's like i have a debate or maybe it's just an internal debate he's like do you think i could beat you if i only played with a wedge no no only putted with a wedge only putted on the oh greens. you're not playing with a wedge you're no Oh, that's why I was like, okay. what are you oh, wait, okay, about? maybe, um, okay, then I think I could beat you using, like, s- six clubs. What if I picked the six clubs? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you'd have to let Nick pick in that situation. Like, if I went driver... I want him to pick it. Why don't we just say seven clubs? Why don't we give you half the bag? Half the bag. I think I could beat Jackson with seven clubs. Well, because here's what I would give you. I'd give yeah. you, I'd give you all your wedges. I'd give you whatever number would end at no driver, no wood. You know, you're just playing. <laughs> you're you're gonna kind of play like Brendan Todd out there. You're just kind of more going for accuracy. I don't so, think. I don't think that's the right strategy. What your mic is so bad. I don't so think bad. that's the right strategy. If you give Why? them all your wedges, because you play short ass courses, so we play old orchard. We'll say, I just hit. We'll say he gets seven iron down. <laughs> he can hit seven iron, seven iron into almost every hole. Well, God, is this match play or stroke play? Match. I just don't see myself losing to Nick in a match play in this scenario. I just, I think I this think, would be a fun match. I, I really, yeah, I think, think this we would be really, a fun match. I think we should like do this this fall, like. <laughs> I think we should just hop on this. Um, but definitely next summer if we don't. I mean, this is actually a great... I'm a 1,000% going to do this with you this fall if you will skid out of your apartment and play golf. <laughs> one one other thing you got to consider is Nick is always going to be in a good spot off the tee. Why? Because he's hitting 7-iron off the fucking tee. If he misses the fairway, if he can even get to the fairway... Like, then he has problems. All right. What's he going to do on any par five compared just, to my 280 drive? My seven, a, seven iron, seven iron, probably seven iron in. <laughs> <laughs> so this brings me to a new question is why are there drivers? Like, why not just play with the fucking seven iron? Because I'm not going to shoot a low score. It will just be lower than yours yeah. i just don't see him beating me with a fucking seven iron like i and with this debate we might as well just give nick a seven iron a wedge and a putter and then i feel like with your guys's oh. logic he should be able to beat me no because if all he needs is his fucking seven iron then why does he need his eight iron why does he need a nine iron let's just give him all of his wedges a seven iron a putter maybe a gatorade <laughs> and like a bag of nuts and I'll pay for it because I'm going to feel bad for how easily I'm going to beat him. The reason the reason he has his 9-iron is because let's say he hits his 7-iron off the tee. He's left with 155 in. Then hit he a short fucking 7-iron. I don't care. Hmm? Just adjust your 7-iron, bro. It's easy, bro. Yeah, but that... If that Nick, can, if Nick thinks he can beat Mark Leishman at Olympia Fields, I'm pretty sure he could beat me with a fucking 7-iron. <laughs> like I'm pretty, pretty fucking sure if he thinks genuinely... I know his response has changed now that he's sobered up. It, yeah. But basically, Nick Saturday night is like, I think that I could beat Mark Leishman. And I wouldn't, if I played in this tournament, I wouldn't come last. So, so, so with, that, with that statement, if you think this man can beat me with a 7-iron, 
If no, if you think you he can do that, then he should theoretically be able to beat me with a seven iron because I'm pretty sure Mark Leishman would shoot under par with a seven iron at Old Orchard. I don't think so. so. Why? Just a seven iron, no other clubs. Just no, he's got a seven iron wedge and a putter. No. no. Why? Why is he not shooting under par? Because there are going to be a lot of there are going to be some par fours where he can't quite reach. And then so then why other... does that affect Mark Leishman, but not Nick Bavaro? Because that we were talking under par for Mark Leishman versus beating you. Those are two very different things. Yeah, I just, I don't think that Old Orchard's greens are just tricky enough. Like, I just can, like, he's birdieing, like, 10, he's birdieing 11, he's birdieing 12, he's birdieing 14, he's birdieing 15, or possible birdies. Like, I, this is how, a par 70 course. How is he birdieing 11 when that hole's, like, 200 yards and he has only a 7-iron? He probably doesn't hit that stock more than 200. Oh, like, yeah, fine, good point. Okay, good point. Fine, he'll chip in on these easy greens. I think, here's the thing, the only problems I run into, and this is match play, but the 200-yard, like, 11 where it'd have to lay up, 16, which is like a 215. No, actually, I think I could get it over the water. You'd be like me at conference freshman year. I'm pretty positive I laid up. I'm pretty I, fucking sure I laid up on a par three. <laughs> you did. I remember it. Where did you uh, lay up? Like just in the grass. Chipped up for like the red tees. <laughs> so you're telling me, Jackson, from it probably wasn't playing 200 yards, was it? Or were you guys all the way back? Like the wind, no, we were all the way back, I feel like. Or the wind was just like in our yeah, face. Because I mean, it's the I'm fall. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I had, had hit hybrid, yeah. which was like probably a 230 club at that time. And Jackson hit a wedge to the red <laughs> tees. <laughs> he didn't want to hit drive. It's better. <laughs> This better not get out that the owner of a golf podcast and Instagram page lays up on par threes. I once saw um, this kid who plays for Wisconsin now, Tom Kelby. So he was in eighth grade playing in an MAJGT event at Geneva National. And the last hole of one of the nines there, I don't remember which one, but it has like a, it had a 250 forced carry from where they were playing. And he just chipped up to the red tees, hit three wood onto the green, and made par every day. It was unbelievable. Wow. Jesus. I played with him. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's he's very good at golf now. He sounds cute. Do you want to date him? I, I'll, <laughs> I'll get you his number. <laughs> um, all right. Should we get it? There's only a few more questions. Um We already kind of talked about the good ones without Sean. Um, So maybe like, oh, I'll wait to get into the ROM putt. Why does the PGA Championship get disrespect when compared to majors? Because sometimes they played at irrelevant golf courses, in my opinion. Like when Jimmy Walker wins. (laughs) Hey, he had a good year. 
Jimmy it, it just jump. doesn't have like it just doesn't have the history of other courses like of other tournaments. And you got also got to factor in the fact that they're teaching professionals in the field. Nobody wants that. God, your mic is so bad. Um, yeah, your mic. Wi- it's a Wi-Fi. It's a Wi-Fi. We're during class. We're during class hours right now, so my Wi-Fi gets very bad. Um, bad. That's what it sounds like. I think that the way that the PGA Championship will. I use the word will, not could. Um, I think that the way they will kind of bring that major energy back is by continuing to play at courses like TPC Harding. Play then, No, play only at Whistling Straits. Yeah, I, I, they won't do that, though. I so. know, but I love that. <laughs> I feel like that's such a fun, like, they could, if they played the PGA Championship in May... Now, at Whistling Straits, I think it'd be a completely different, like, completely different setting. Super windy, probably rainy. Like, I think it would be so cool. I don't disagree with you. Oh, I was waiting for Sean to (laughs) (laughs) kind of say something. I was totally zoned out. Oh, nice. Sure. All right, well, Sean, your Wi-Fi is just absolutely horrible. Um, So let's get to the PGA talk, and we'll call it an early day. Mark Bottrell asks, where does the ROM putt sit historically? Nowhere. Like, I I just don't see that as, like, a historic putt. Like, it's sick. Like, that, it's sick that he made a 66-footer to, like, win. And maybe the... BMW Championship uh, history. It's probably, you know, probably in the top. (laughs) The only problem is I can't really tell you anything significant in the last five years at the BMW Championship. Like, nothing Um, comes to my head where it's like... Jim Furyk shot 59. Conway, like... Yeah, like over five, probably. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like six or seven years ago. I just don't think that the BMW Championship is a... If this were the Masters, and that putt was to win the Masters, now we'd be talking like this will probably get overplayed for the next couple of years, but... FedEx Cup history, it's it's up there. Yeah, FedEx Cup history isn't isn't that uh, (laughs) exciting, necessarily. I'd still take Tiger's win in the finale over John Rahm's putt to win the BMW championship. Like, I feel like it only really, really matters if John Rahm ends up winning the FedEx Cup. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I like that. It's a good take. I feel like it doesn't matter, even if he wins the FedEx. Like, who gives a fucking yeah, rat's I mean, ass about the I FedEx agree. Cup? Yeah, I just don't at, think it's going to ever at the same time, he also shouldn't have even been in a playoff if he would have just marked his ball on Friday or whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, True. True. Uh, uh, Sean, I want to ask you, we talked about this earlier. Um, do you think the Western Open should come back? Uh, I mean, I don't even really remember the Western Open, so... Do you think no. Chicago is a backup? Boo. Do you think that Chicago golf, that Chicago deserves 
a tournament every single year. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Because I'm getting sick and tired of, like, next year we only have fucking TPC. You know, TPC Deer Run, cool course, great course, but it's two and a half fucking hours away. Like, it's such a big market. There aren't courses in Chicago that, like, would host PGA Tour events well. There there, There aren't many, I guess. If you kept it at the same course, I don't know. It's a different, like, if you could have Butler host an event, that'd be a different story. If the dream scenario... You do like Butler, Cog Hill, Olympia Fields. Um, just throw Conway in it. If Conway in it for the for the people. I mean, you might as well. Medina, and then yeah, Chicago I, Golf. Make I think rotation they would never host an event at Chicago. Uh, yeah, I don't they, think they'd host a stuff. event. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think they'd do a PGA Tour event. Because I think cool. those. I think those members would care too much and like they don't even like TV camera like they don't like phones on the course. I don't think they'd want TV cameras there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's crazy. If you look at like the US Open or even like PGA Championship, like I was just looking going back in history, there's so many courses in the Chicago area that were used in like perfect like Beverly, North Shore Country, like you, there's so many courses that you'll just look at and you're like, that was there was a PGA Championship played here or like a U.S. Open played here. Like, oh, how about like, uh, different time period? Kemper Lakes. Fuck Kemper Lakes. What did what did Kemper have? Women's PGA Championship. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that back then was just due to uh, travel. Like it was just probably easier to travel to Chicago than small cities well i want the history back we need a pga tour chicago is such a huge marketplace like who the fuck like when they go to like michigan like i don't want nobody wants a fucking pga tour event in like detroit who the fuck i kind of like it if it weren't at that specific course there's nothing wrong with detroit or the state of michigan well i'm just saying like from a fan base like chicago is such a it's the third largest city in the United States, and it doesn't have, like... Well, how about, why Why are there golf tournaments at Aaron Hills? And is it is it Aaron, Wisconsin? Is that where it is? It's just right outside Milwaukee. Yeah, but, like, you know... What's wrong with Detroit? Aaron Hill, or don't get me in a debate. Like, Aaron <laughs> Hills is such a fucking better course <laughs> to play at than the, whatever they had in fucking Detroit, the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't make sense where the PJ Tour stops sometimes. And that Chicago is like, oh, well, it used to be like an every year thing, every year thing. And now it's like, oh, I don't even fucking know there's going to be a PJ Tour stop. Fuck that. Fuck that. I mean, if Medina could have an event every year, that would be just unreal. Like, that would be cool. I honestly feel like you could say you could make that Chicago argument for a lot of big cities, though. Yeah. Like, give me another one. Give me Seattle. Give me a city. Seattle. New York City. It's they, too... don't have, they, don't, they don't have an event every year. They have an event in, like, New York. Los Angeles. Los, I was going to say Los Angeles, yeah. Dude, okay, man. Now, then why isn't the PGA Tour targeting these places? Then fuck that. <laughs> Probably just logistically they don't work as well. Yeah. It, just, it pisses me off because I don't like the TPC. Like, I love TPC Deer Run, but, like, 
I don't give a shit. Like, I don't want to drive two and a half hours to watch golf. I want to, like, I'd love to drive 40 minutes and watch. Chicago's different, man. It's fucking different, okay? <laughs> History. I've never even played TPC Deer Run, but I really hate it. Like, I had to play it in PGA Tour 2K21 yesterday, and I just got upset that I hate, even had to play that course. Wanted to skip the event. I uh, I want to I want to ask a question for our listeners just so they because they just he- heard Nick talk so greatly about the city of Chicago. Nick, uh, MJ or LeBron? <laughs> um, I'll abstain uh, <laughs> just because I don't really want to s- ruffle any feathers. But you know, um, I'll just leave like zero dark thirty or not zero dark, zero dark twenty three, zero dark thirty twenty three. Oh. So I'm a very uh, I'm a big LeBron fan, big but like, Chicago, I also I don't like living. I just want PJ, like. Here's the thing: I don't want a event in Chicago. I hate the city itself. Like, I hate downtown. I hate okay. Lincoln Park, yeah. but I love like the suburb, like suburb. Hate Lincoln Park. What's wrong with it's all right? Like, I just don't like crowded space. I don't yeah, like yeah. Space. Especially for a golf tournament. Yeah, so yeah, I like golf. I like living in the suburbs. I'm a suburbs guy, so that's why I'm a LeBron guy. How exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Do you guys want to briefly chat about the BMW? I feel like we just did. I don't <laughs> What else needs to be That's said? That's what golf was supposed to be hard. Yeah. Shout out the Western Golf Association for fucking making a course hard. Facts. Shout out Olympia Fields. I, 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 don't, I don't disagree. Yeah. I no. just... Um, I. <laughs> I think the tournament speaks for itself. I mean, you got John Rama, DJ, the number one and two in the world. They came number one and two in the tournament. Um, a lot of golfers struggled. Tiger Woods did not do well. And uh, that's kind of it. And Nick could have beat Mark Leishman. And, and Nick okay. could have beat Mark Leishman. I will say, if you give me four rounds at that course in that condition, I think I could break 80 at least once. Well, Mark Leishman broke 80 twice. Okay, but I'm not... this week i don't know i just feel like four rounds i feel like i could have broke 80 but also at the same time i was like a little bit intoxicated when i made that comment of me being in last place but (laughs) so i rescind that okay rescinded it's a good rescind it's a good rescind there (laughs) we got a couple good rescinds in on this episode yeah yeah pretty good (laughs) for our podcast we never see that yeah, well, as as we've been talking about, we're all about adapting, you know. Yeah, growing, Adaptation, changing, yeah. growing, yeah, becoming one, becoming. Speaking one. speaking of adapting, I uh, I paired I got paired with a random yesterday, which hasn't happened in a very long time. Like playing golf. Yeah, and this guy was really fucking weird. <laughs> like, first of all, it was concerning the fact that he was alone on a Sunday morning. So I knew it wasn't going to be great. It's 8 a.m. First hole, this dude rips a beer. Oh, yeah. Buddy was ripping Bud Lights the whole time. And then, like, he he's like, so do you, do you go to school here? I'm like, yeah. He goes, cool. My daughter goes to West Point. I'm like, okay. okay. And he's like, yeah, she plays rugby. I'm like, sick, man. <laughs> like, what? He's just trying to he's just trying to make some golf small talk with you. Yeah, but then then he's like, I know somebody who's like who used to do sales, and one of their clients is your school. I'm like, 
All right. <laughs> what do you want me to do with that information, man? And that is why you do not live in South Bend, Indiana. All right. I just said what my school was. Uh, and then one, his, his best one all day is he just goes, you ever had a three-way? I was like, I was like, no. He goes, that's because you're not asking enough. He's like, you gotta, he's like, you got to just go up to girls and just ask them to have sex. He's like, that's the key. I'm like, that is terrible advice. He's like, that's why my wife's a 12 out of 10. What? I was like, dude, your wife lives in a different state. Oh, she does? Yeah, she lived in Tennessee. He lives in Indiana. A oh, poor guy. That's why he's having a lot of three ways. Yeah, why is he, <laughs> why is he living in Indiana? I, I don't know. He, likes the so he loves why? a Notre Dame golf course. He likes waking up at 8 a.m. Yeah, on a Sunday. Actually, yeah, was that a public course? Oh, it wasn't the Notre Dame golf course. Damn. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then he... So I was playing with only grad students. And right after he found out we're grad students, he starts flexing on us that he didn't go to college and that he manages like 250 people. So cool, man. He's like, yeah, you don't need a degree. I'm like, all right, well, I'm on my second one. So. Oh, my God. I wish you could make a chronic like chronicle like the people that you meet playing golf, like some of the stuff, the some of the stuff I've heard, like. Just in golf tournaments, like. This one kid I was playing with, he's like, you know, I think the scores would be a lot like the. I think if they just like cha made the pins a little bit easier, the scores would be a lot lower. Like no fucking shit. <laughs> like no fucking uh, shit. You think? There's this kid named Cam, and uh, I was playing with Michael Mattis, uh, but like we both like just looked at each other and said, "This is like the funniest." Like. The most dumb thing I've ever heard. Like, oh, no fucking shit. If the pins were in an easier position, it would <laughs> the scores would be lower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy also he pulled one classic random golfer thing, too. So he comes up to me on 17. And he's probably like 12 to 15 over at this point. He bad. comes up to me and he just goes, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually a four handicap shot two under last weekend. Oh. Just not playing well today. <laughs> I was just like, "All right, buddy." Like, That's I how I would you, imagine. Sorry, I but to like I could tell by your stance, you're not a four handicap. That's how I would imagine playing with Nick was if you were a random and he was playing bad. Like, <laughs> no, I'm actually really good. I just am not. No, I never even talked about like golf. I never even fought. Like, I will just play, and I won't if I. If someone says I have it, like, oh, what's your handicap? Like, oh, I don't keep one. I just don't want any pressure. Yeah. Yeah, no added pressure. That but... guy was a sand... or not a... He's like the opposite of a sandbagger. Yeah, yeah. And then one final thing: one of the kids I was with almost chipped in at one point, and he just he was just like, "Oh, I would have came if that went in." And <laughs> no, it's like but something the guy, I'd say. Or the random just responds, "Thank God that didn't go in." <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the funniest part of the day. <laughs> I've heard oh earlier this year I was play, playing and I um I was the opposite hole as this guy. He's in the bunker and he hits his neck shot in the bunker. He goes, bunker to bunker, just like Hitler. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Jeez, it's easy. <laughs> Too soon. 
easily like one of the best, like funniest things I've ever heard on a golf course. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> this guy was like, he kind of looked like Santa Claus, but he's like a little chubby, had glasses on, um, like Santa Claus on crack, and he just says, "Bunk!" Like, oh. <laughs> Dude, playing with random people is not enjoyable while you do it, but the stories you have afterwards are fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. they're great. <laughs> they can't get over that. Oh. <laughs> bunker to bunker. I was literally dying. I think I sent it. Um, I thought I sent it in like one of our chats and I said bunker to bunker. I'm like, best, best thing I've ever heard on a golf course. Just yeah. like. Let's um for the next episode, let's do like let's think of some more stories and also like I, I'm we've kind of talked about like best golf chirps, but like I think we like try and think of some of the classic ones like that. Ooh. Like just a quick segment. Yeah. Um, no, no, I like that. There's some there's tons of classics. I think the Hitler one um might be towards the top uh, that I've heard. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely, it is. It's almost up there. It it might. Act, I think it's over the prom night one. That one's so overused. Yeah, it, yeah. That's why I think it's just a little over it because it's. Oh, wait, I got a. I got one that my caddy like. You know those like golf stories like that are like inside jokes. Yeah, sure. Okay, so the caddy's like, so this woman she was playing by herself in a single and. There's three guys in the group ahead, and they. She's like, "Oh, could I join?" She's like, "I'm having the best round of my life. Um, like, if I make this, and they're on the 18th hole, and she's like, if I make this putt, like, I'll shoot the best round of my life. Like, uh, whoever reads it, I'll sleep with. What? And the first guy goes, I think it goes left, and the second guy goes, I think it goes right, and the third guy goes, it's good. Um, <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's a good one. There's so many really like <laughs> God, there's so many good golf jokes that like people would just start telling you. That's like that one of the uh like the club club championship where uh I don't even I'm not I didn't even deliver the joke well last time, but it was like because oh. we weren't getting many listeners when I said this, so it was like Club championship, I'm playing with we're, – we're all square. I'm playing with a guy. He hits his drive in the right. I'm right down the fairway. 18th hole. For oh, time. yeah, sorry. 18th yeah, hole. Set the, all set the scene. The Close your eyes. And, uh, you know, I just murdered. Butter. I, I, mut- I, I actually muttered the words butter. I was like, butter, pick it up, walk to it. I don't even take practice shots because I'm like, Sean, walk up now to about 10 feet. Guy's having some pro some problems. Fuck, I already fucked I already it up. up the story. I already fucked it up, man. All right, so I murdered the drive. I hit it buttery. That's not even relevant. I'm in the middle of the fairway. My playing partner, my competitor, raw square, he's all the way in the right bushes. So I go, I help him out, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go hit my shot, and if you don't see it, we'll just go re-tee it back there, and we'll play it like that. So I go, I hit my approach shot now to about 10 feet, you know, like I usually do. Mm-hmm. And so he says he found his ball. So he hits his golf shot. 
He gets it to a little less than a foot. So it's a tap-in. Obviously, I miss my birdie putt because I, I drive for show and I don't putt for dough. You already fucked this up. I know, Sean. I don't, I'm just done with the joke. I'm done with it. All right. The, <laughs> the whole joke was after he, after he hits his shot to a foot, do you, t- um, like, do you tell him that, your ball, that his ball's in your pocket or do you just let him have it? <laughs> do you call oh it's like do you call him out for being a cheater or do you tell him your ball is in his pocket <laughs> that's a good one man. when delivered properly you man i was i was laughing on the floor <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't the contain myself was horrible i think you guys get the idea and if you ever want to use that go ahead and maybe just be like yeah i mean Saw it on the golf ball and pot. It was pretty. Or just, or just use the Hitler to hit bunker to bunker, just like Hitler. <laughs> just, it's such a rare like a occurrence as well to hit yeah. two bunkers in a row and then just pull that one out. Yeah, to actually have a line for something means that that guy does that quite a bit. <laughs> this guy's just prepared. And yeah, you. You know that he says that every single time. He yeah, goes definitely. And every time, everybody laughs, I'm sure. Of it. Oh, you have to. Which <laughs> is such an outrageous joke. You got to figure, though, there's like one guy who plays with him all the time. And anytime this guy says that, he's just like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> stop. I'd love to see him play like one of those, like, like whistling straights or like uh scotland course with just a ton of bunkers and it's just bunker to bunker bunker to bunker and he just doesn't stop it after another hole (laughs) at some point he would have to start getting more creative yeah um all right well i think that was a good episode um i gotta go to the beach so oh for a sunset uh it's not for like an hour and a half i gotta go swimming Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna grind some PGA Tour 2K21. I'm yeah. honestly, can we just talk about that for one second? I think that's such a rip off of the game because it's legit. You can't do anything besides play the my player. Yeah, really? it's yeah. well. The thing that really bothers me about it, like I don't mind that it's similar to the golf club. It would have been ex- fine if they if they changed some things, but. The issue is you don't really work towards anything. Like, you work towards getting on the PGA Tour, but all the tournaments are the same, so who fucking cares? Like, you can't improve your guy in any way. You can buy him new clubs, and yeah, that's about it. I want to improve, like, skills. Yeah. It, I, so, I don't know. I just think without, like, having the improved skills, like, there's just... It's dumb. There's really? no, They should allow you to play, like... The thing that like Rory McIlroy had, like there's lit- there's people in the game, but they literally do absolutely nothing. It's just to show you, like, oh, Justin Thomas hit a wedge shot. Bryson made a six foot putt for eagle, and now he's one up on you or something. Like, oh, that's cool. I want to play with these players. I don't give a shit. Like, it's not. There's one option of playing, and that's stupid. And for that if price, what's you, better? If you do if you do play now, you should be able to play with whoever, whichever character you want. That's mm-hmm. you can't do that. No, that's no. completely waste of money. What's better, opinion. Rory or uh, PGA? Neither. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both those games. If you took Rory's play now ability, 
No, if you took Tiger Woods, I think the greatest golf game of all time, and I don't think you can argue it. If you took that play now capability and like the games you could play and then added in like somewhat of like the golf club like career mode, but like make it just no fucking remodel the PG. No, it's really just it's really just you want the realisticness of the golf club with all of the features of the old Tiger Woods games. Yeah. Because it's it's so stupid to create a game like this that like I don't know, it's just not fun. Like you like what you said, you're not really working towards anything. Yeah, they have they have no way of keeping people interested after like two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's tough. We'll uh we'll talk about that more in depth, I guess, next episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fellas. Thank you guys for listening. Cheers. Subscribe. Cheers. Oh my god, I'm not even I'm, done. I'm getting it in. You, you keep I'm not even I'm not Cheers. even done, guys. Cheers. I don't care. Cheers. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, review. Cheers.